96.7 FM WTOB, and you're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you to retire that job but keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and with me today is, of course, Mr. Bryce Payne, and today we're talking real estate in your portfolio. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Doug. How you doing? I am doing good. Outstanding. Glad to hear that. How did your uh, how'd your teams do this weekend? Never mind. No. No, let's no, not, not even talk, talk about not it. not talking about that. It's the Wealth Guardians curse, folks. Uh, <laughs> we have decided that uh, any team that anybody at the Wealth Guardians uh, supports is going to have a horrible year, so we're not going to talk about the Broncos. We're not going to talk about the Panthers. We're not going to talk about CU or the Pirates or anybody else that we... Uh, that we tend to favor. So it, it literally is worse than the announcer's curse. No, you know. It, it is. And you know, Doug, I was out in Vegas uh, over the weekend to see you two at Sphere. And oh, you're going into Vegas. What do they have on every TV screen up there? Yeah. Football. 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 Of course. Don't, just waiting for the season to end already. All right, uh, Doug, let's go ahead and give our shout out to our uh, men and women in, in uniform out there. You do it. Absolutely. Uh, we just want to just say thank you so much for all of our Service members, our veterans, our first responders, you guys do uh, heroic work and sacrifice a lot. And we just thank you so much from the bottoms of our heart. And I think we're reminded right now more than ever when we take a look at what's happening in the world, how, oh, yeah. uh, how sometimes that is not a pretty job. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, thanks for everybody for joining us here this morning. We're going to talk about real estate. And uh, Doug has been um, in this field for um, 30 years now, close to 30 years. 35. 35. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we see people um, of all kinds who have done their own investing over the years. And one of the more interesting groups of people, Doug, is people who invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. Precious metals in real estate tend to be some really interesting uh, approaches to investing out there, uh, retirement investing. So we want to dedicate this episode, both the first segment and second segment, to uh, different questions about real estate. I have never been a landlord, Doug. I don't have rental properties. You have mm-hmm. uh, for many years, and I'm going to uh, address these questions to you, and you just answer them. And uh, hopefully, somebody out there who is thinking about having real estate, or maybe wonders. Am I right having real estate? Do I have too much real estate? Maybe they'll find some helpful information in this episode. All right. So, Doug, you know, some people place more of an emphasis on acquiring real estate instead of funding retirement accounts in the traditional way. I know that you've seen people successfully use rental properties to create the retirement income that they need. But talk to us about um, what that what that entails. Yeah, you know, I I got started in investing in real estate uh, through my best friend who actually owned a Remax uh, real estate agency in Fayetteville. And we got started by flipping houses. Okay. Uh, we would buy these beat-up old foreclosures and, uh, you know, remodel the things and then turn around and sell them. And that went great. We, you know, we had a really successful partnership doing that. And then we transitioned. This was at the top of the market in 05. We transitioned from flipping into long-term rentals. Okay. And unfortunately, my best friend and partner had a massive heart attack in 06 and passed away. So I, sitting there owning all these properties, uh, being a distant landlord. And, um, of course, during the 08, 09 Great Recession, the values of real estate oh, went down significantly. Yeah, tough time. Yeah, and I had just bought three uh, properties in Charlotte at, at, the, at the same time. And I'll tell you, my experience with long-term rentals was not good. Now, I know there's a lot of folks out there. We see them, you know, almost Mm -hmm. every week 
that have been greatly successful in long-term rentals. I've got a client, we've got a client down in, in uh, Charlotte who retired as a uh, school superintendent and started in, investing in mobile homes. And he's got this huge um, income stream from, from mobile homes, and they do very, very well. But it is it does come with, with problems. Um, if you're not um, a handyman yourself, right? Uh, you're going to have to go out and hire a management company, something you know, because there, there's going to be something breaking all the time, right? You know, I, I can't tell you how many garbage disposals I had to buy. <laughs> <laughs> how many forks you had to pull out of those things? Well, it was chicken bones. <laughs> chicken bones, okay. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I, I, I've got rid of all my, my long-term rentals. I don't do that anymore. Um, now, we have had a very successful experience with with uh, short-term rentals, uh, the vacation-type property. Uh, we bought a condo up in the Banner Elk area uh, several years ago, and we have uh, done very, very well with that. So I'm, I'm all for, for that kind of a, a rental situation. But you know, for me, long-term rentals just was not my cup of tea. It's a time-consuming investment as opposed to other investments, investing in the market or whatnot. You invest in that, you're, you're more or less done or have the uh, ability to be done. Right. But unless you've got a management com- company, you're putting some sweat into that investment. And, you know, I've noticed sometimes people have, um, they identify with their brands, Coca-Cola, Ford, Apple phones, whatever. Some people identify with that and that's, they, they really, the same thing is true with real estate. Some investors out there just absolutely identify with real estate. They know they're overweighted in it and doesn't matter. They love it. And love it yeah. They love it. Absolutely. You know, there's things about being a real estate investor. Also, if you don't have, um, uh, a rental, or if you don't manage a property yourself, you're going to have to pay a rental company to do it. And that's probably 20, 30% right there. Plus, there's ongoing overhead cost in your property yes. real estate taxes. Right. You know, if you've got a mortgage on it, you're paying that. And, uh, you know, there's always something to repair. There is. Yeah. So my next question was going to be, what are some of the problems you see? But you're talking about them right now. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray. I'm Bryce Payne. And in this episode, both the first and second segment, we're talking about the pros and cons of real estate investing for retirement. This is a subject we don't get into too often here on the show and thought this would be a good opportunity um, to just uh, go over some of those alternative investments, so to speak. Um, Doug, if somebody came to you as a pre-retiree with relatively limited amounts of liquid assets, but they had a tremendous amount in real estate holdings. Would you encourage them to sell some real estate or work with what they have? Well, you know, diversification is uh, obviously a good thing. It's always worked. And in that case you're speaking of, if they are really overweight in real estate, you know, I would probably say, yeah, it's probably time to diversify. A lot of the problem is people have so much gain in their property that they're reluctant to sell it because they have the tax. And if they've been writing uh, the depreciation off, they've got to recapture that depreciation to sell. You know, the good news is we have a a way for a real estate investor to uh, deleverage themselves and continue to get the gain and not pay the tax on Mm -hmm. it probably for the rest of their life. Right. And, uh, you know, it's called a Delaware statutory trust. It's like a rollover for real estate. It, it is. It's a, it's a t- essentially a 1031 into another property. Right. This is an income-producing piece of property or 
not, not your primary residence, right? Yeah, and, and it's a great way to, to diversify out of your actual real estate holding. Yeah, if you don't like what the real estate that you're currently in, but you don't want to incur a tax and you're okay with being in some other type of real estate, you can just easily move the money from one to the other and not have that tax. That would be a longer conversation than what we're going to go oh, in absolutely. here today. Yeah. But it is a great tool. A lot of people don't realize that. They think, well, I really, I don't want to be in this property anymore, but I'm really darned if I'm going to sell it and incur this tax. Well, you've got a solution out there for you. And if you want to talk to us about that, you certainly can. Uh, we here at the Wealth Guardians like to think that we are pretty well uh, versed on all types of investments that would be appropriate for somebody going into retirement or already in retirement. But you would have to give us a call. We don't know what your phone number is. And so let me give you our phone number. It's 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. We are fiduciaries. We are retirement specialists. And we are holistic financial planners where we take a look at all of the things that are going on financially in your retirement plan and make sure that you are paying as little as fees impossible, that you're taking as little risk as necessary, that the return on your risk is uh, apropos to what it should be. We do a, a, a mutual fund analysis for you. We do a um, fee analysis for you. And in the end, what we do is we try to see how we can reallocate your portfolio and redesign your tax mitigation strategy going through retirement so that one, you're seeing reasonable returns in a diversified portfolio and paying Uncle Sam as little as possible and paying as little as possible in fees as well. There is no cost or obligation to sit down with us, but you do have to give us a call. So let me give you that number one more time, 336-391-3409. You can also visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com. There is no cost or obligation to sit down with us. And maybe you'll walk away with some more information than you had on uh, what your retirement uh, picture looks like or could look like. All right, Doug, we're going to come back at the other side of our break here and keep talking about the pros and cons of real estate investing for retirement. But uh, are you ready for the trivia question? No. No? You don't, you don't like my trivia question? <laughs> no, I do not. Well, hopefully uh, you out there are ready for the trivia question. Here it goes. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. This is actually in your time frame, Doug. <laughs> On October 18th, 1750... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> On October 18th, 1967, okay. the first space probe entered the atmosphere of another planet. What planet was it? Okay. October 18th, 1967, the first space probe entered the atmosphere of another planet. What planet was it? I'll give you a clue. It was not an American space probe. Okay. I don't know if that's really a clue or not, but anyway, it's, it's another fact. All right, stick, along, stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of this break. I'm Bryce Payne. Doug Ray is with me. This is The Wealth Guardians. This is 96.7 FM, WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep that paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Ray. And in the second segment, we're going to continue our conversation about the pros and cons of real estate investing for retirement. We talked about it in the first segment, going to keep talking about it here in the second segment. Now, before we get to our trivia question and see if we stumped Doug or not, or stumped you for that matter, I've got two questions for you. Are you looking forward to your retirement? You know I ask you that question week in and week out, and I hope the answer is always yes. You know what the follow-up question is. Do you want to make sure you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Of course you do. You're smart. You've gotten through this 
far in life you want to make the best decisions. If you answered yes to those questions, I know you did, then we've got great news for you. We here at The Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion slash review of your retirement plan. This is going to include a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, your insurance policies, your income needs, your risk tolerance, your risk exposure, your tax mitigation strategies, your legacy goals, and the fees that you are currently paying. Our goal is simple. We want to help you lower your fees. We want to help you align your risk and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball's in your court. You have to give us a call. Our phone number, here it is, 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your free financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. The markets are not going to wait for you, so do not delay. And now let's go ahead and get to the answer of that trivia question. Doug, you ready? I guess. All right. I'm sure you got this. I mean, there's only so many planets out there. You got a good good odds at this. On October 18th, 1967, the first space probe entered the atmosphere of another planet. Simple question. What was that planet? I'm going to guess Mars. (laughs) What's the next one out? Venus? There you go. All right, there we go. It is Venus, actually. Um, I would have thought it was Mars, too, if that helped, so that makes you feel any better. The Soviet probe Venera 4 entered Venus's atmosphere and sent back info to Earth for about 90 minutes before disappearing. When Venera 7 landed on Mars a few years later, and that would also be a Soviet probe, obviously, it became the first probe to land on another planet. So you had the Venera 4, the first one to enter an atmosphere, and Venera 7, the first one to land on a planet. So the Russians, the, the Ruskies really were ahead of us for a, a good while there in the uh, in the space race. And yeah. we really didn't take, from my understanding of things, we didn't take the lead in the space race until we actually landed on the moon. Yeah, and that was a huge leap ahead of them. I mean, they were ahead of us for, it was kind of like the um, uh, CU being ahead 29 nothing uh, last weekend at the halftime and then losing the game. They, yeah. they, we were, yeah. they were That's leaps and bounds ahead analogy. of us. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we jumped ahead of them. It's just yeah. uh, the other way around that time. All right. So let's go ahead and, uh, and continue our conversation here on the pros and cons of real estate investing for retirement. Doug, is there a place for a home equity loans or or HELOCs, home equity lines of credits in someone's retirement strategy. Now we're gonna talk about, um, well, I guess we we can also talk about uh, reverse mortgages in this conversation. Yeah, you know, Bryce, I was gonna say, uh, you at one time had an actual license to sell mortgages, so why don't you answer your own question? Okay, Um, there are a few words out there that get people to roll their eyes. And and the reputation of whatever it is precedes the actual information that comes out of it. Used car salesman. Mm. You hear that term, you kind of grit your teeth. You do not want to deal with a used car salesman. A lot of people will say the same thing about an annuity. They grit their teeth about that. Reverse mortgages. I can't tell you how many times that I will mention that to a client as an option for them to elongate how long their monies can last them in retirement. I know from experience that I have to go right away and start talking about the misinformation that they have. Reverse mortgages, when they first came out during the Reagan era, there was a way for the banks to kick you out of your home. 
and they told you that you couldn't and they and the banks could indeed kick you out of your home and many people lost their homes via reverse mortgage. The laws on that changed shortly thereafter, but the reputation is still out there that they are a terrible thing because you can lose your home. I'll tell you, this is absolutely not true. There is zero way for you to lose your home. All a reverse mortgage is, is a home equity line of credit, but a regular home equity line of credit, you have to pay back on a regular schedule. A reverse mortgage, you get to pick the schedule. You don't have to pay back at all until you leave the house. So the way that they can really be used well is if the market is down and you don't want to take distributions from your IRA because the market's down and you'd rather just let the the shares that you have grow back up, then you can put the, the distributions on hold and take the equity out of your home and take distributions from that. And any interest that you pay back is tax-free. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's tax-free in, um, income for you. So it is a great way to allow your investments to uh, to last longer. The only thing that might be a a, uh, a con to it is that some people really want their kids to inherit the house as part of their legacy goal. If you used a reverse mortgage, then uh, the kids are going to have to pay back whatever was the outstanding um, loan on the house before they inherit it. But that is a great way. So yes, there absolutely are some ways to use um, reverse mortgages or home equity lines of credit as long as the interest rates are reasonable on them. Yeah, the thing about a, a HELOC or the home equity line of credit is it's a, a variable interest rate. And if you've got uh, any drawdown on it, you know, if, like the environment we're in now where interest rates are going up. Yeah, then they become less attractive. They're very less attractive. Yeah. You know, three years ago when interest rates were like nothing, right. they were very, very attractive. Yeah, they, it just goes up and down with the interest rates on real estate. Absolutely. There's there's good times, good market conditions out there for it, and there's uh, poor market, market conditions out there for but, it. But it is a way to have ready liquidity yes. if you need it. Yes, if you need it. Yep. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show in our second segment here. Doug and I are talking about the pros and cons of real estate investing for retirement. So here's the next question for you, Doug. Is the conversation about real estate and retirement different if we're talking about REITs? There are public REITs and there are private REITs. R-E-I-T, Real Estate Investment Trust. Mm -hmm. We have seen clients have good outcome or results with REITs, and we've seen clients who have had terrible results with REITs. Talk to us about what a REIT is and why somebody would want to use one. So folks, think of a REIT as a, uh, a mutual fund of uh, real estate uh, properties. It could be a commercial property, could be uh, single family homes, it could be uh, healthcare hospital type clinics, things like that. Uh, there's two types of REITs. As Bryce mentioned, there are the listed REITs that are sold on the New York Stock Exchange, just like a stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are unlisted REITs, which are basically packaged together like an LLC, and you are a limited uh, partner. You have no say-so whatsoever in it uh, because the general partner is the one that manages that REIT. It's been my experience in my 35 years of this business and my very first exposure when I joined um, Merrill Lynch was with an unlisted REIT. It was, uh, they were going to buy properties in Hawaii and turn them into golf courses. And they threw this big fundraiser. They invited all the brokerage firms in Charlotte to this thing. It was in a hotel. They brought in sand, and <laughs> they did, and, and, and trees and, and foliage, and, and, and they threw the biggest party. 
soiree. Uh, uh, it was unbelievable. And uh, the whole thing went bust in two years. Really? It, I mean, totally to zero. I've never been a fan of unlisted REITs because of the fact they don't they don't have liquidity. Right, you, right. You, That's what we've seen the problem with them. You know, we got a client right now yep. that the, bought a REIT, an unlisted REIT from a broker years ago. He can't get out of it. Nope. It's not valued anywhere near what he paid for it. So contrast that with a listed REIT. A listed REIT is just like a stock. You yep. can buy it and sell it by, with a push of a finger. Right. And, you know, they are required to pay, I believe it's like 90% of the income to you via a dividend. So they can be a very good uh, income-producing asset as well as potential appreciation. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all of that. So thank you for the information on REITs. If you um, think you have a REIT and you're curious if it is uh, the proper investment for you to hold on to, again, you could sit down with us and we could take a look at your entire portfolio and help you see if there needs to be some uh, reallocation or some changes to your portfolio for it to be better aligned for your risk tolerance and your income needs going through retirement. Um, we can't tell you how many times people have come to us with a portfolio that they thought was perfectly aligned for their um, risk, and they were taking a lot more risk in their portfolio or had a lot less liquidity in their portfolio than they thought they did. Remember, 40 years of your life, you've been investing for retirement. You, you're in the wealth accumulation phase of life. When you enter retirement, you're now going to be in the wealth distribution phase of life. Instead of putting more money into your investments, you now start drawing them out. That is not the same portfolio. The portfolio you have during the wealth accumulation and for the wealth accumulation phase of life looks like one um, a, a group of assets. For the wealth distribution phase of life, it should look like a completely different group of assets. And if you haven't changed that and you're sitting on the same portfolio when you start taking distributions, you're missing a key element of retirement planning. And we would beseech you to uh, sit down with a financial planner who's a fiduciary like we are and get our thoughts on it. Now, some fiduciaries or some retirement planners out there are going to charge you for that. We don't charge you for this at all. It is a four-meeting process. Your only investment is your time and your gas to come sit down and see us. So let me tell you how you would do that. You'd pick up the phone and you'd call 336 391-3409. Either Joy or Lynn is going to answer the phone and they're going to set you up with an appointment to sit down with Doug, Garrett, or myself. We're going to ask you a whole bunch of questions on uh, what your income is, what your assets are, what your tax mitigation strategy is, if you have one with your advisor currently, um, what your risk is, what your risk tolerance is. We're going to run a number of different analyses on your current situation. Then we're going to see how we can improve that situation by changing up your uh, tax mitigation strategy and changing your allocation for your portfolio, hopefully lowering your fees and stretching out how long your money can last you or enabling you to spend more in retirement. Again, no cost or obligation for you to do this, but you do have to sit down with us to get things started. So again, 336-391-3409 or visit us at thewealthguardians.com. Doug, we've got one more minute here. Let me ask you this. How do tax considerations play into the decision to uh, rely on real estate in retirement? Well, from that standpoint, there's some considerably um, uh, good aspects of, of tax planning with real estate because obviously if you've got a mortgage, you can write the interest off. Yep. Uh, there's the depreciation factor. You can depreciate that asset over a period of time because of time constraints. I'm not going to get into that. Then also with the gain you have in the property, you can also trade that via a, a tax code 1031 uh, exchange into a, a like-kind property yeah. and continue to basically kick the can down the right, road, right. The, the tax liability on your on your capital gain. Um, 
But uh, remember, with the depreciation, should you decide to sell that property, that's going to come back. It's called recapture. So they're not only going to tax you on the gain of your sale, but you're also going to have to recapture all that depreciation that you wrote off. Exactly. Well, thanks for all that information, Doug. Very helpful. Glad we had you in here to talk about your experience with real estate. Unfortunately, folks, that's all the time we have this week. We want to thank you for joining us. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And a reminder, sound financial plans do not create themselves. This is 96.7 FM, WTOB. Investment advisory services offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, and Wealth Guardians are independent entities. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions.